And welcome back to the Yes Longevity Podcast, where we give you insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. Hi, I'm Kristen down here at Yes Fitness, and thanks for taking some time on your Tuesday afternoon to listen to what I have to say about living longer. First, we have one little housekeeping thing here. We have uh, wrapping up our midwinter meltdown. Uh, the participants that... Um, Followed through the program, have all lost fat and gained some muscle. So they've done a fantastic job in changing mostly their eating habits, uh, which is typically one of the biggest problems in fat loss is getting your eating habits in line, especially some portion control work we did and we're taking enough water and try to really deal with eating on the go making sure we're getting enough calories in and enough of the correct calories. So that is wrapping up this week, and I want to congratulate everyone who participated because they all made some fantastic changes. So what are we going to talk about today? How does bathing in a sauna affect longevity? And this is really important information not only for the person that can exercise and the person that has access to the sauna, but this is important information for those who may not be able to exercise for health reasons. Maybe they can't get their heart rates up because of joint issues um, or other kind of injuries or just whatever it might be that you can't exercise. You can use a sauna to improve your longevity. You hear about that in a few minutes. So... For the last three decades, scientists in eastern Finland have been researching the effects of sauna bathing on thousands of men and women and have uncovered some amazing results and some amazing trends. More specifically, this research, known as the Kibio Ischemic Heart Disease Risk Factor Study, that is a mouthful. We'll just refer to it as the KIHD study. Examine how frequent sauna bathing as a leisurely activity happened to affect common disease risks such as cardiovascular disease, coronary heart disease, stroke, and all cause cause mortality. Regular sauna use may improve athletic performance. It can improve muscle atrophy, improve insulin sensitivity increase neurogenesis, the growth of new brain cells, improve learning and memory, and it may also increase longevity. Those are all great things to talk about, but today I'm going to talk about longevity. The KIHD study showed that sauna use was in fact associated with longevity. The study, and this is exciting because the study recruited over 2,000 middle-aged men and investigated the frequency of sauna use with sudden cardiac death, fatal coronary heart disease, fatal cardiovascular disease, and all-cause mortality, including cancer, over the course of 20 years. The study found that fatal cardiovascular disease was 27% lower in men that used a sauna two to three times a week and 50% lower in men that used it four to seven times a week compared to men that only use a sauna once a week. Moreover, the study found that men 
that used the sauna two to three times a week had 24% reduction in all-cause mortality, and men that used it four to seven times a week had a 40% reduction in all-cause mortality compared to men that only use a sauna once a week. In addition, KIHD studies also revealed that frequent sauna use regulated the risk of developing two disorders associated with age-related cognitive decline, dementia, and Alzheimer's disease in a dose-dependent manner. So men who use the sauna two to three times a week had a 66% lower risk of developing dementia and a 65% lower risk of developing Alzheimer's disease compared to those men who use the sauna only one per week. That's great stuff. So here's how it works. Sauna bathing, or being in a sauna, exposes your body to extreme heat, eliciting a rapid, robust response. Skin and core temperature increases marketably, and you begin to sweat. Cardiac output, the measure of the amount of work the heart performs in response to your body's need for oxygen, increases by 60 to 70%. And your heart rate, the number of beats per minute, also increases blood flow regularly pardon me blood flow roughly 50 to 70 percent is redirected from your core to your skin to facilitate sweating the average person approximately loses approximately one pound of sweat while sauna bathing plasma blood that's the liquid compound of your blood increases to composite for the decrease in your core blood volume, provides a reserve source of fluid for sweating, and prevent rapid increase in core body temperature, promoting hyperthermic condition, a form of heat tolerance. So some of the great benefits of sauna bathing for aging, for the aging heart. So the world Health organization estimates that nearly 18 million people die each year from cardiovascular disease, roughly one-third of all deaths worldwide. Cardiovascular disease is largely preventable by lifestyle behaviors such as sauna use. People who engage in long-term sauna use typically experience improvements in several aspects of their cardiovascular health, including reduced blood pressure, improved endothelial function, improved left ventricular function, reduced markers of inflammation. In fact, sauna use and other forms of heat therapy have been proposed as alternates to exercise for people who are unable to engage in physical activity due to chronic disease or physical limitations. Sauna bathing also has benefits for your aging brain. Your brain is particularly vulnerable to the harmful effects of aging. The cumulative effects of oxidative stress and unhealthy dietary patterns in everyday energy metabolism work against long-term cognitive function. Heat-induced responses, however, protect, protect the brain, and included in these things. An increased expression of brain-derived Neutro, neuro, neurotropic factor, or BDNF, a protein that acts in neurons in the central and peripheral nervous system to promote the growth of new neurons. 
It improved blood flow to your brain, facilitating the clearing of amyloid beta, a protein associated with Alzheimer's disease, and prevention or reduction of symptoms of depression. So saunas will differ. So let's talk about one of the important parameters of this study, and that is temperature. The average temperature of dry saunas used in the study were hot. Oh or 174 degrees. They would often pour water over the top of the hot rocks to increase the humidity about 20% for the duration of or up to 20, exceeding 20 minutes. This means the results may not directly uh, be applicable to hot tubs, steam rooms, and infrared saunas, which often operate at lower temperatures. This doesn't mean that there's no merit in hot tubs and steam rooms and infrared saunas. It just means that there are subtle differences if you're comparing them to the hot and dry finished saunas, which were used in this study. For example, the infrared sauna, they typically don't get as hot. They only get about 140 degrees Fahrenheit. So the duration would need to be 45 minutes every day of the week. Some positive benefits of sauna use in heart health may due to similar effects that regular exercise has on heart health. Using a sauna at a moderate level can increase the heart rate to 100 beats per minute, and a more intense session can increase the heart rate to 150 beats a minute. In case you never monitor your heart rate doing exercise, that is fast. 150 beats per minute corresponds to moderate to vis vigorous intensity physical exercise. So long-term zoning use has been shown to improve blood pressure, endothelial function, and ventricular function. So let's talk specifically about longevity. That was what was most interesting about this find. I think there are a couple of good molecular explanations that can explain how sauna use could influence longevity. First, let's talk about heat shock proteins, also known as HSPs. Heat stress from using the sauna and also to a lesser degree exercise can activate the expression of genes that make more heat shock proteins. So heat shock proteins have many important functions inside the cells. One important function is to make sure that the proteins which do all the biological work inside the cells maintain the proper 3D structure when under stress. This is whether we're talking about stress from heat or stress from normal age, from injury or from UVB radiation, for example. The three-dimensional structure of the protein is very important for its function as well as the longevity of the protein itself. Just normal metabolism and normal immune function, in, in other words, just living, creates reactive byproducts called reactive nitrogen and reactive oxygen species, which damage the proteins inside our cells. This damage disrupts the three-dimensional structure of the proteins and the function of the protein so that it's no longer able to work the way it's supposed to. 
Not only does this damage disrupt the function of the protein, but it also leads to protein aggregation. I've spoken about protein aggravation before. Protein aggravation is found in cardiac disease such as heart disease, in cardiomyopathy, and is commonly found in neurogenitive disease such as Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and Huntington's disease. Since we know that heart shock proteins are awesome because they help us resist stress both in exceptional varieties such as tissue injuries and also in normal varieties such as normal aging, perhaps it's not surprising that heat stress increases the lifespan in flies and worms by 15%. This has been shown to be dependent upon heat shock proteins. More information that suggests that heat shock proteins may be associated with human longevity comes from the fact that gene polymorphism that increases the expression of more heat shock proteins is associated with being a centurion, that is, living to be 100. With that said, heat shock proteins aren't the only proteins we should be looking at when trying to investigate the effects of heat stress and longevity. Another molecular pathway we should look, be looking at is FOXO3s. FOXO3s is associated with longevity. In fact, humans that have gene polymorphism that make more FOXO3s have up to 2.7 fold increased chance of living to be a centurion. Mice that make more FOXO3s increase their lifespan by 30%. So how does FOXO3s accomplish this? FOXO3s is a master regulator of different genes. When it, when it turns on, many different genes that make your cells more resilient to a variety of different stressors that occur with age. Many of the genes that FOXO3s turn on happen to de decrease with age, so it's really good to boost their expression. One particularly important type of stress FOXO3 protects against is DNA damage. The same type of reactive byproducts from normal metabolism and normal immune function that damage proteins also damage DNA. So DNA damage can lead to a mutation. And when a damaged cell has mutation, it can replicate, repli replicate and can lead to cancer. FO3 increases the expression of genes that are involved in DNA repair so that the damage is repaired and never forms a mutation. So FOXO3s also increases the expression of genes that kill damaged cells that can't form cancer. So FOXO3s also make cells more resilient to damage by increasing the expression of genes that combat the damage, including antioxidant genes that were much more potent than dietary antioxidants. In addition, when cells become damaged or when telomeres become critically short, cells undergo senescence, which means they're not dead but they're not alive either. Rather, they just sit around and they secrete pro-inflammatory cytokines 
and pro-inflammatory molecules that damage the nearby cells, creating this vicious cycle of pro-inflammatory cytokine production. They just sit around and cause inflammation, which causes aging. While FOX-FO3s increases the expression of genes involved in autophagy, which means that this damaged cell will eat itself instead of sitting around secreting pro-inflammatory cytokines. So FOX-O3s also increases the expression of genes that are involved in the immune system, which decline with age. So you, you, so that your immune system can fight viruses, bacteria, cancer cells, and, and become better. So FOXO3s increase the expressions of genes involved in metabolism, stem cell reduction, just to name a few things. So please, if you have any extra FOXO3s, let me have some. They're super important for longevity. So just a summary here. Sauna use is associated with longevity. The more frequent use of the sauna, the greater the effects of longevity. Heat stress such as using, using a sauna, activates heat shock proteins. This has been associated with increased lifespan of worms and flies. Heat shock proteins also protect against one of the types of stress associated with aging. So heat stress also activates one of the well-known longevity genes, FOXO3s, which happens to protect against a variety of different cellular stresses that occur with age. It comes as very little surprise that using this sauna regularly may come with some genuine health benefits that encompass longer life. So this doesn't mean that you can just go out and sit in a sauna and not exercise. Because if you exercise, the effects of the sauna get accentuated. It increases. So you want to do both. Plus, we know that the exercise has so many more other benefits to it other than just longevity. You want to be able to not just live longer, but you want to be able to live longer and be able to enjoy those extra years. So you can see this is important for the person that can exercise, but it's also important for the person that may not be able to exercise for some physical disability. You can get those same benefits, some of the same benefits, exercise, by turning on those genes and having the body fight the aging process. So there you have it. If you don't have a sauna, maybe you want to think about going out and getting a sauna, um, or maybe trying to get to a sauna as well, because it will help with the aging process. So look for more um, insight on how to get fit, live longer, I got that wrong, and that's my own byline. Get fit, feel younger, and live better from us down here at Yes Fitness, where we give you insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better one more time to make sure I got it right. Have a great night. Thanks.